From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, April 1st. I'm Sarah Wright. Spring is here, and new growth is everywhere. But unlike the fields of yellow mustard that signal the beginning of the short season, some of that growth is old and slow. A healthy blue oak might be growing at an eighth of an inch in its diameter breast height per year. So if you look at you know a tree that has 18 inches in diameter breast height, you, know, you might be looking at the, something in the landscape that is older than your great-great-great-great-grandmother. That's Jennifer Riddell. She and Andrea Davis, fellow co-president of the Sanhedrin chapter of the California Native Plant Society, recently encouraged the Board of Supervisors to adopt an ordinance to protect oak woodlands, which was originally supposed to be part of the Phase Three Cannabis Ordinance. Davis rattled off a few of the benefits of the oak woodlands, which provide habitat to a huge range of species, from fungus and insects to songbirds, the springtime favorite. They provide carbon sequestration through photosynthesis, and with their deep roots, they uh, allow rain infiltration, soil stabilization, um, and additional carbon sequestration in our soils. They protect our water quality and help maintain water flow and watersheds. Their canopies provide shade and actually lower air temperature by evaporating water in their leaves. They add property value. Their letter to the board cites a study estimating that Mendocino County oak forests store more than 28.5 million tons of carbon. They ask for strong protections for rangelands because those areas contain the bulk of our oak woodlands and upland watersheds. But now, with Phase 3 coming before the board next month with recommendations from the Planning Commission, the Oak Woodland Ordinance has been sent to committee and is waiting on an inventory of the trees. That inventory isn't likely to include a lot of young trees, which are outcompeted by fast-growing non-native grasses and devoured by other non-native species, like turkeys and pigs. Riddell believes that, with all the complicated pressures oak woodlands already face, they need as much protection as they can get. She outlined a few more of the struggles facing young oaks. You'll find a lot of young oaks right along the side of the road, for example. And if you can imagine why, it's probably because that's not where the deer or the cows or any of the other grazers can get to, right? And also a lot of those young oaks are growing right up under the power lines um, because those are areas that are restricted to herbivores. So you're ending up with um, a lot of growth in places where it's actually going to be hard for them to mature and and we're probably going to have to manage. But we're not seeing a lot of young oaks out in the landscape where we need them to regenerate as our older oaks fall and die. Is that partly because a lot of the large carnivores have dwindled so much that they're not able to control the deer population? Or is it just because there, there are too many domestic grazers? It's probably a combination um, you know, and then add turkeys to the mix. Turkeys aren't um, aren't native to this area. Um, they eat a lot of acorns, and so you have a lot of grazers going after those tender young oaks, and not a lot of room for them to mature. And you can't point any fingers in, at one thing and say it's cows or it's sheep or it's deer or it's pigs. You know, it's a lot of combinations of a lot of different pressures. Another pressure on oak woodlands is intensive cannabis farming. Under the proposed new cannabis ordinance, growers would need a discretionary permit, which its supporters say would include more environmental safeguards than the current model. But Riddell and Davis want unambiguous protections in place. We need those conditions to be really clear and very easy for planners to implement and very easy for any potential cultivators to follow. And then they need to be enforced. Absolutely. 
so one of the the things that the planners recommended to the Board of Supervisors was allowing some expansion between one acre and five percent. Do you think that that sounds like um like a lot of oaks are going to suffer from that? Yes, yes, you know it depends on your site if you're expanding in a site that's already developed, like if you're expanding in a vineyard, that might be completely appropriate depending on, of course, the water resources that are available at your site and how they're allocated. Um, If you're doing an expansion in land that's undeveloped, then it has extreme potential to harm our oak resources. One huge difficulty is that we don't have baseline data, and we really can't wait to have that baseline data. But overall, that should be a goal, is to have mapping and um, have the data to know where our oaks and oak woodlands are and the you know and what they consist of we should not at all hold off on developing good policy before we have data because data can take many years to gather Um, so you know developing good maps for our vegetation resources will take years so we can't hold off on developing protective policy what's the best case scenario coming up with policy that would be practical to implement that has some teeth. And I'm not sure that we noted before that most of the oaks in Mendocino County or in the, most of the oak woodlands are on privately held land. So the policy has to be something that works uh, not just for agencies, but for private landowners. I mean, policy is complicated and messy and kind of like uh, cooking with a three-year-old in the kitchen, I guess. Right, you got, you got a lot of pieces you're trying to put together, and um, you need to satisfy a lot of people. I think that it would be good to have more members of the community come together and decide what that looks like. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.